Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. As you may know, the government is to reduce the speed limits on some roads to help counter the problem of road debts. But why do we even need rules? Uh, and many of the other rules are expected to adhere to. Uh, isn't common sense enough? Uh, someone to explain why apparently common sense isn't enough is Enda Murphy, a psychotherapist and author. Enda, good afternoon to you. Uh, How are you, so, Sean? So, you know, you, you'd think I'm driving down this road. I have to maintain a degree of caution. I might hurt myself. I might hurt other people. Why isn't that enough? Well, your sense of common sense and my sense of common sense would be very different. And if I'm 18 years old, as I saw somebody on the M1 driving down here, his sense of common sense is I'm in control. And, you know, unless you've actually been involved in an incident like this, there's three things that can actually happen. You think, well, this car crashes and deaths and things like that are things that happen to everybody else. Mm. They don't happen to me. I haven't had a crash. Then you start realising if there's proper information going out there is that this is something that could happen to me. And there where it finally comes down to me is I realise that it will happen to me unless I do something about it. But that's a that's a process that happens. And speed limits is only just setting the bar. People think speed limits are a target. Mm. They don't realise it's a speed limit. You're supposed yeah. to keep under it. But I just know that if it's 100 and I'm doing 100, well, I'm not going to get zapped if I go by a camera. And of yeah. course, the car will be saying I'm 100, but I know I'm really at only about 96 because the cars are all done. <laughs> so I know I can get away with about 105, which means I'm at 100. And of course, you know, there's this fallacy out there that they'll give me a 10%. So, you know, as long as I keep it under 130 on the motorway, then I should be all right. Yeah. So, the, and not just things like speed limits, keep off the grass signs, crossing the road when 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 it's, you know, the green man isn't flashing. Absolutely. Are, are we essentially just completely, utterly selfish human beings? Yes. With a flimsy, <laughs> flimsy veneer of civilization. Over yes. Us. What's stopping us now from murdering each other in the yeah. streets is just the law. Not really. There's there's two things called it's morality. How yeah, do yeah. why do we act in a certain way? And there's two types of morality. There's classical morality and there's conventional morality. Now, classical morality is I'm not going to kind of kill somebody or I'm not going to speed or I'm not going to do this because we all have to live within the rules and we all have to share and we all have to whatever. And that's how we teach children. So that's classical morality. Nobody acts under classical morality. Well, we do sometimes. We all act under conventional morality. So what conventional morality is, is that I will stay to the speed limit if I know that there's an actual speed camera down the road. Mm. So if I know there's a speed camera down the road, and I think that's a, a big factor, is that if on all these apps like Waze and everything like that, it tells you where the speed cameras are. So you can do whatever you blaze you want everywhere else. You just know where the speed cameras are. And the idea of putting them up, say, in Kilmacanog or something like that, which I've often heard the AA coming on saying it was like catching fish in a barrel because it was a drastically reduced speed limit. People didn't cop it. And it says, oh, yeah, but if we catch them there, they won't speed everywhere else. That doesn't actually happen. Right. Mm. So so actual morality, but it, that sounds like it's not actually morality. Uh, uh, it's it, conventional it, morality. Uh, conventional morality. The, yeah. Yeah, there's no moral component <laughs> in there other than I, I just don't want to get caught. No, there's not. You know, there's four ways we modify our behaviour. The first is I use my own resources. The second is I use the advice of friends and family. Mm. The third is professional advice. And the fourth is state intervention. Now, if we look, say, when I was talking to Ashton beforehand, at maybe seat le- seatbelts, we started off seatbelts. 
We made the law, everybody has to wear seatbelts. Then the RSA came out and said why we need to wear seatbelts. And they then very cleverly got from three to two because Mm. every school, and I'm sure your kids have done it, where they come home with the little badge, I'm a seatbelt sheriff. And as soon as they get into the car, this is the junior infants, Dad, put on your seatbelt. And this is how they beautifully got it from RSA down through the kids telling you to do this. And then, of course, you modify your own behaviour because we're a herd instinct. If everybody's doing 130 on the motorway, then you're inclined to do 130 because if you're doing 100, you're actually creating a, a problem. But if everybody slowed down to about 80, then suddenly you're the one who's outside the loop doing 100. Mm. And that's the reason is that, you know, at the moment, this this whole Palav at the moment is the Gardaí are going out and doing this, the government are going to do that. That's working at step four, but we need to come back down through the steps. So, like, I haven't heard from the Road Safety Authority since this whole thing started. Where were they? All right, because Mm. I haven't seen an ad on TV in ages about slowing down and about all this and changing people's attitudes. And also as well is, is that, you know, we did it with drink driving. Drink driving is an awful lot less acceptable now yeah. than it was, say, back in the 80s or back in the 70s. So people's attitude changes. So if I'm speeding, it's still seen as kind of, oh, well, it's OK, you're only really guilty if you're caught. Mm, yeah. So it's what people's attitudes are and how we change behaviours. But don't expect that people will just from four will set a speed limit and people will all respect it. No, they won't. You have to come at three, which is the professional road safety authority, telling and instructing us and changing people's attitudes towards speed, making it more unacceptable to be speeding so that when your kid gets into the car, he doesn't say speed up, dad, I'm in a hurry. He said, dad, can you slow down? Because he's been indoctrinated into that. Yeah, but but, but to a a degree, I mean, past that professional advice stage, because there'll always be people saying, I'm not going to do with it. Oh yeah, there will always be those. And that's why you have step four. uh, Yeah, but but the disapproval of your peers or of your your immediate society would sound like the... uh, that's the most powerful thing. And I remember Gay Byrne when he took over the RSA donkeys years ago. Mm. He said that was his role. His role was to help change people's attitudes because you're not going to bring down the death rate until people's attitudes change. And people's attitudes did change. Up until a few years ago, we had really brought it down. But then for some reason, it's actually going back up again. So why is it going back up again? Mm. Because people are becoming complacent. Ah, that's just something. It's, you know, we have other things to worry about. We had COVID, we had this, we had that. So people just kind of just don't do it. All right. You know, one of the the, the, the major things that has happened down the country, and for those who have lived down, is the four-way stop sign. The four-way stop sign is at two roads, Yeah. okay, coming at a crossroads, but everybody has to stop at the stop sign. Yeah. All right. And I still see people and they kind of oh, saw that for a lark, all right? But they've never actually come out and said, well, the four-way stop sign, who has right of way? Do you keep giving way to the right? Mm. So there was very little kind of level three induction of people how to use. And only that I'd use them in America, I knew they were working. But there was massive confusion because I have one just down the road from me. Yes. <laughs> Nobody knew. But they could stick up a sign maybe. Kind of stick up a sign would be useful to kind of Well, no, it's four-way stop sign and you're supposed to actually filter and turn yeah. and give way to the right. Yeah. yeah. No, is, now, the, the, uh, and that's interesting in, in like how even though it's it, it can become kind of generally accepted but then yeah. it can it, it can go backwards again as you say. The, yeah. the, the, what we've seen with TV licences that suddenly... Yeah. 
a sizable proportion of people mm-hmm. have decided I'm not going to pay the TV licence yeah. anymore. And they've been given an excuse I don't want to pay the TV licence because I don't want to have to fork out 140 quid for something that, you know, I never use or for whatever it is. Mm. And now they've actually kind of, I says, well, now I can stand on my high horse and I says, well, I'm doing this on a matter of principle. Is it, but, but yeah, is there, like, is there that retrospective justification a lot of the time? No, it just, it just makes it easier for me to be able to say, I'm not paying it on a matter of principle rather than just saying I don't want to pay me taxes. Yeah, but yeah, in our soul, it's just we just don't want to pay taxes. We just don't want to, yeah, we just don't want to pay it. Like, do yeah. you want to pay 140 quid? Uh, no, 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 but I mean, you could see that nobody wants to pay 140 quid, but you can yeah. see the logic of of it, perhaps. Now, maybe I'm uh-huh. I'm the last person you should ask because I work in the media and I do see the logic of it. Yes, uh, but maybe if you know, if uh-huh. if you never watch RT, you don't even have a telly. Yeah, uh, you, you 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 may be less more difficult to convince. Put Exa- it that way. Well, it would be, and you know, like kind of the people who like now we're going on to TV licenses. Yeah. The people who are at the top, it wasn't it wasn't so much what they were doing but the fact that they thought that that's perfectly okay yeah. like we're worth it it's like the L'Oreal you know we yeah. are worth it we are worth all of this and it's the arrogance that goes on like that okay mm. so if you are getting taxpayers money or if you are doing anything you have a responsibility to actually attune to that mm. to actually say okay well if they're giving me this this is my responsibility that I act but unfortunately you don't find that yeah yeah the uh, uh, but then, as 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 a collective, yeah, are, are are we are we acting at all in our mutual best interest, or no. only if we're forced to do it, or or coaxed to do it? Uh, well, they say, what is it? Politics makes for very strange bedfellows. Mm. You know, if we have a common interest, then we will have a tendency to act in the same way towards a common goal. But if we're actually asking for a common goal that doesn't affect you or I. People don't normally do that unless they have a good empathy or something. You yeah. know? And that's that would be like, you know, it goes right through to the inequality. How, what, give me an example, 80% of the world's wealth is held by 20% of the world's people. Yeah. Kind of thing, things like that. All right. Mm. But if we have a commonality whereby we want a four-way stop sign on our road because there's people coming in, then yes, we are definitely on the same page. Mm. But then, of course, you come into, well, should we put it on next door neighbours kind of thing or should it be outside my house? And now you get into NIMBY syndrome. <laughs> In yes. other words, as long as it's on <laughs> everybody, all right, are the naughty, which is not over there either. Yeah. Uh, somebody's texting in to say a TV licence is 160. 60, so, apologies, so, yeah. yeah. Sorry, they're, they're feeling the sting now. Uh, I think I've just let me back out <laughs> of the bag. <laughs> the... the the, uh, one factor that may have led to increased road fatalities is as follows. They used to show horrific car crash ads on TV, yes. but nobody watches TV anymore. Yeah. So people do not have the same fear when they take to the road. Well, they could stick those ads anywhere. Well, the purpose really. of that, believe it or not, of the ad is that if you have been, if you have experienced something like that, and I'm, trust me, I'm a psychotherapist. I deal with post-traumatic stress disorder yeah. every day. All right. If you've experienced it, then you know what's possible. And because it could happen again, that's what caused PTSD. Mm. But if you haven't seen it, okay, or if it hasn't happened, it's very hard to have the lived experience. So the purpose of ads like that was to try and show you what's going to happen or what's possible without you having to actually experience it. Yeah. And sometimes they're positive, sometimes they're good and sometimes they're not. But where are they now? Yeah. Where uh, are they now? It's uh, it's actually, just going back to, it's yeah. in terms of like, because the, the the license fee throws up an interesting question because it's, it's for a specific thing. So you can uh-huh. say, 
I don't like that specific thing, so I don't want to pay it. But most of us, like in our general taxation, you know, you and I pay tax. We're paying tax for streetlights in Tralee that we'll Mm -hmm. never stand under or or the the fire service. Our houses may never catch Mm -hmm. fire. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of in a way we're being forced to pay for things we'll never use or don't want. And if you look at where all the money is actually spent, all right, and you got a complete breakdown of how money is actually spent. The amount of money that's actually spent on, well, where's the accounts? Where's the accountability? Mm. To understand, that's why we have the public accountability, the kind of yeah. committee and things yeah. like that. But if you look, you know, okay, thankfully, God, I never had to call the fire brigade, but I might need them tomorrow, but I can yeah. understand the importance of it. So there's yeah. a common interest in it. Yeah. But if you're looking for me, to pay for something, and I'm trying to think of an analogy or a metaphor. If you're asking me to pay for something that doesn't directly impart to me, well, I have enough problems of my own. That's the way most people think. So yeah. it is like kind of, yes, I can see the purpose of the actual TV licence pay, but I think it's much better if other people pay it. Yeah. Those who would watch it and those who would use it. All right. And it's the same. It's just how we end up modifying our behaviour and why we make decisions. God, people are horrible. Oh, That's yeah. what I'm taking away from this. Yeah. <laughs> Enda, thanks a million for coming into us. That was uh, the psychotherapist and author, Enda Murphy, there. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 pm with Energlaze on News Talk.